My name is Robin Miller. I am the host of Miller Chat. This is my first show for 2023. In a few months, I will be on the air for 24 years. So um, I'm still going and still ticking. I'm very happy today to introduce my guest for the show. It is Lisa Scher. Lisa is an author of 500 works and also um, um, an artist for watercolors, photography, and sinotypes. Is that correct? Yep. yep. And then at the end, I'll we'll give you the website uh, where you can get the information. So thank you for coming on our show. We planned this in November, and you see how <laughs> time flies. Yes. So, okay, so to no further ado, let's start the show. So why did you tell our viewers a little bit about yourself as an author and an artist? Okay, well, we'll start with the author side. I do have 500 works out. And part of the reason is that I like to write in a whole bunch of different topic areas. So it might be harder if someone was only writing romance stories to keep thinking up new romance plots. But I write romances and mysteries, fantasy and science fiction, dystopian, time travel, all sorts of different things. So I'm always coming up with new ideas. And when I do, I just write them and I self-publish on Amazon. So things can go live pretty much instantly for the... <laughs> yeah, my cat. For the medieval stuff, I've got 18 books and I got the Knowing Yourself is the first one, but they're all set pretty much in Robin Hood era. And they're pretty much a, a woman with a sword who falls in love with a guy and they go off and uh, right wrongs, save the poor. And then part of the fun series that I've got is a local murder mystery series that I started with Aspen Allegations. And those are all set in Sutton, Millbury, Worcester, this region. And I write them a chapter a day. So on November 1st, I'll go out into the Sutton Forest and I will look for where a body might be buried. And then the next day I'll go to Singletary Lake and I'll go around and say, well, where could they be talking about this body they just found? So it's a lot of fun to write it because I go exploring every single day somewhere around Millbury or Sutton or Worcester or the you know, Grafton, the surrounding area, and figure out where I'm going to plant all these dead bodies or these you know, suspects. What inspires you to write, especially so many books? Well. I think with the Sutton ones, I like celebrating the local area. I have a whole bunch of books that are set in the local area. And we've got so many fascinating pieces of history here. We've got all these uh, local schools that are still being preserved, local churches. And it's nice to be able to bring them to a wider audience. Wow. It's good that uh, you do the work that you do. And then the uh, artist side. Well, on the artist side, I have a bunch of different interests. So I've got uh, Holga Film photography. The Holga camera looks like this. It's made out of plastic, so it's nice and cheap. Oh, wow. The old style film that most people know about is 35 millimeter, which is about that high, you know, maybe an inch or two. And the Holgas take medium format, which is a much higher size of film. So it uh, gives you a bigger negative, which gives you, on one hand, better pictures. But on the other hand, these things are made of plastic, so the pictures aren't so good. And I think part of the fun of it is people have all these cell phones, and they're just taking selfies over and over and over again without thinking about the shot. But when you're shooting with film, it costs you money every time you click that button. So <laughs> you have to be a lot more mindful and attentive to, is this really the shot I want to spend the time and energy on getting developed and so on? So it's a lot of fun to shoot film. I definitely recommend that everyone give film a try if they're able to, especially with these Holga things. These are so cheap that it's easy to uh, get uh, into it. Um, I see that you have a, fur, 
a fur guest. Would you like to introduce your fur guest to the show? Well, we've got two of them, a brother and sister that were uh, rescued from a rescue shelter out in Webster. So this is Zuzu and her brother Felix is around here somewhere. It's amazing how cats love Zoom. Mm -hmm. Because they say it's all about me. <laughs> well, they just enjoy keeping me company while I do this. I do a lot of art videos and uh, uh -huh. the cats are always walking back and forth through the art videos. Wow. So you're an artist and you're an author. Mm -hmm. So um, is there anything else you want to say about until we move on to the next uh, question? Yep. So one of the other types of art I want to do is called cyanotypes. And these you mix together a pair of chemicals that become light reactive and then you paint it on something. So this is on watercolor paper, but I painted on T-shirts. I painted on clothing. And then when you put something down on it, that thing blocks the sun. So this was a bicycle gear. And everywhere the sun hits turns blue and everywhere that the sun does not hit stays white. So you could put down bicycle gears or you can put down ferns or if you have like little wooden letter blocks, you can spell things with letters. So that's a great craft, especially for kids because the parents can paint all of the pieces of paper and the t-shirts and everything else and then give them to the kids. And then the kids can have lots of fun putting you know, their favorite stuffed animals or whatever else they want to on the paper. And it just takes 10 minutes out in the sun for it to expose and then it's done and you can wear them, you know, they, they go through the washing machines perfectly fine. Wow. So that's a lot of fun, but it's also a historic craft that was invented back in the 1800s. And that's how blueprints were first created because before oh. blueprints, if an architect wanted to have a duplicate set of plans, someone had to carefully draw it by hand and they would never get it exact. So every copy was different from every other copy. And when they developed the blueprint technology, they could finally make exact copies over and over because they just put them out in the sun. The sun would make a copy, put another one out in the sun. The sun would make a copy. So that's where blueprints came from. And that's why they're blue. Interesting. You mentioned that uh, you have run children's workshop in the past. When which kind of workshop? Children. Have you run these type of workshops for children? Yes. The, the black I, I'm president of the Blackstone Valley Art Association, and we run all sorts of workshops throughout the year. So we run workshops oh. on cyanotypes, on film mm -hmm. photography, on watercolors, and we take all ages for those. And a lot of them are free depending on what grants we get from the local cultural councils. So we have a variety of things that we help people get started. And the aim is, you know, children can be beginners, but older people can be beginners too. So anyone who's interested in learning something about art is welcome to uh, give it a try. Well, I, I want to know a little bit more about the Blackstone. First of all, I, I didn't hear of it until um, recently. Mm -hmm. And because now I'm starting, I think since COVID, I'm starting to hear about the one in Grafton. I'm starting to hear about the one um, in other areas. And all of a sudden I heard about yours. Mm -hmm. So is this basically a volunteer organization? Yes, the Blackstone Valley Art Association began in 1957 for all volunteers. And the aim is to help anyone who wants to try creativity to give it a shot. So we run workshops every month and they're on random topics. So sometimes it might be cyanotypes, sometimes it might be watercolors. You know, we have artists that do those kinds of little cute watercolors and they'll come in in Christmas and help everyone do, or, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, all the winter seasons and do different kinds of crafts for the different kinds of holidays. So it's it's aimed to be very inclusive. The spot that the gallery is in is uh, run by Open Sky, which is an organization that helps people with a variety of different kinds of challenges. So we actively uh, work to include Open Sky people and anyone else who might be challenged normally about doing these sorts of things. We want to uh, help everybody. You know, 
Um, I think it's interesting, you know, I started, I think I may have heard, I, I started painting as a own myself, you know, not as to be an expert. Uh-huh. The reason why I started this summer is because I couldn't do any gardening outside because it was so hot. Yep, yep. So um, I really, for me, it, it took a lot to do this, uh, mm-hmm. to try it. Well, what, a, what advice would you give to somebody who, somebody like me, who's purely left brain, <laughs> as opposed to right brain? I mean, yes, I produce shows like this, and that's job for, you know, right brain, and I've done written books, you know, children's books. But what advice would you give out there for somebody who's been um, in the left brain, left brain mode for a long time? Well, I think part of the appeal of doing different kinds of workshops is you should just try things because, you know, we'll do a workshop on jelly prints, which is like a um, jello kind of substance that you put paint onto and then you just stick pieces of paper. It's very casual and fun. And you don't worry about, is it going to look right? Because none of them are going to look like anything. They're all just going to look like splotches of paint. So if you release the expectations that it has to be perfect and the house has to have exactly square windows and all that other kind of stuff and just say, I'm going to have fun making colors, then it at least gets you started. And then you can say, oh, I want to make colors that look like a dragon. Okay, well, now you can practice dragon-shaped colors, and that's fine. But I think a lot of people get stuck at that first border saying, oh, other people can do things perfectly. I don't even want to try because mine is going to look like a pile of colors. And and you just have to say, that's all right. I'm going to start with a pile of colors, and that will be fine. That's exactly what went through my mind when I went to Michael's. I went from painting numbers. Yep. I actually went back and forth in the aisle saying, I don't know if I can do this. Can I do this? Can I actually free paint? Mm-hmm. So I got oil paints and watercolors. Oh, great. And ever since then, I've been doing the best I can. My son is my critic, my little 13-year-old son. <laughs> who learned how to paint in school. So mm-hmm. I said, look, um, I'm doing this volunteer. Whether I sell something down the line, I'm not going to worry about it right now. But, you know, um, why not? Mm-hmm. Be, it's on my bucket list and it can be on somebody else's bucket list too, yep. being an artist. Well, and if people can be really shy about not being good enough, but if you post your pictures and say, I'm just trying and this is what I'm doing, then you inspire other people who were scared to start and they say, oh, look, well, if she's willing to say that I'm just trying, maybe I should just try too. So, and then it spreads outwards. So it really helps other people when a beginner shares their artwork and says, everyone should just give this a shot. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, being an older person, I mean, the younger generation, their uh, infatuation with social media, um, it's not something I, I'm interested in. So okay. I figured, why be fun and creative? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about the upcoming programs and shows. Okay. Yep. So, so the Black... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so the Blackstone Valley Art Association has space in the Open Sky facility in Uxbridge. It's right on the main street in Uxbridge. So we rotate shows through there every two months or so. And the show that we have going right now is an open photography show. So every January for any photographers in the area, we're always looking for people to participate in that. The show after that is for teenagers. So anyone who has teens from 13 to 19 that likes to do art, it's completely free. They can bring their art in and we'll hang it on the wall. And we have a reception and we give prizes and everything else like that. Uh, The next show after that, we have... Uh, some members only show, but membership is only 